You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello? Hello? No. <laughs> hey, hey. I haven't done that one. Hey, Matt. <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to answer a phone. Um. <laughs> and Justin, you're here too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Nice. The gang's all here. We're all three of us tonight. So March, and uh, we're going to be talking about the Leprechaun. Obviously, St. Patrick's Day had uh, just passed, but we were excited. See it, talk about it, and um, I think most people have seen this movie. This is a pretty popular one. So for those of you that had seen it, I can refresh your memory a little bit here. If you hadn't, I'll give you a little summary of what this movie's about. Uh, in North Dakota, we see a house previously owned by the O'Grady family. The husband and wife, they both die at the hands of the leprechaun because Dan O'Grady brought back some gold from his visit to Ireland. He chased leprechaun down, interrogated him, and found his gold, and he took it. And this brought upon a curse. So leprechaun came back to take his gold. Before his death, he repels leprechaun with a four-leaf clover, and he locks him away. Now, ten years later, we get father and daughter... JD and Tori, and they rent out this farmhouse right by the O'Grady's old home. Uh, They're renting it out for the summer, and while they're there, they meet the repair guys. We got Handsome Mick America, uh, this guy Nathan, and then his 10-year-old brother Alex, and then the fat comedy relief of the film named Ozzy. And so one day while they're working, Ozzy stumbles upon a suitcase that had the leprechaun locked away. He clumsily releases the leprechaun, and now a rainbow appears that he winds up chasing down, finds the gold, and that basically ignites the leprechaun into his killing spree to find the rest of his gold and kill anyone that stands in his way. And then we have our movie. Uh, that's Leprechaun. Now, as far as the, the, the cast goes, it's got like some pretty big names in it. And uh, first of all, the director, Mark Jones, just did Leprechaun shit. He did fucking Leprechaun 2, Rumpelstiltskin, like not really anything uh, super different from this. Uh, and then, of course, Warwick Davis, uh, who everybody knows, plays the Leprechaun, the titular character. And then we have Jennifer Aniston, who plays Tori. Uh, we have Ken Olent as Nathan, Robert Gorman as Alex, and Mark Holton as Ozzy. That's our main cast. So this is always claimed to be Jennifer Aniston's like first movie. You got, Do you know it's not? What is it? It's way worse than this. Oh, God. It and me. No! Oh, yeah. <laughs> did they do that? And there's G3K on that? Ah, uh, yeah, they yeah. did. They did. Uh, a recent yeah. one, actually, well, from the Netflix uh, version. Okay. I know I it saw might it. Actually, I, I was going to say, it might actually be the best episode of the new, of the new seasons, like the Netflix seasons. I don't remember liking it that much. I'll maybe I'll check it out again. I don't know. And, and I would say that, like, it's not Jennifer Aniston in this movie. It's Rachel Green. And I say that, yeah, because it is just, that is the character she is fucking playing in this movie. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, and it's very close to when, uh, Friends came out. This is 93. Well, I think Friends is the same year. Uh, I think it was like 94. The year before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember exactly. I thought, I thought it was a year. Well, this was filmed in 91, I believe. Uh, it took a while for it to come out. It came out in 1993. 
And um, I think Friends was kind of starting or maybe that year, the, the next year, I don't know. But like she had filmed this a little bit before. But, oh, she was honing her Rachel Green character way before. Before yeah, we... When she tried out for Friends, they were like, just play the leprechaun girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then it's funny because, like, you know, retroactively, when you look at the cover to this movie, like the DVD cover, you know, the poster, the original poster and the VHS cover, it's like the leprechaun kind of coming out of like a, you know, like a beam of light. Like it looks like it's like opening through a door or like a kind doorway of, or something. Yeah, like yeah. a portal or whatever like that. Like that's what it is. But now when you buy it, it's just Jennifer Aniston on it. Like that's a big face. <laughs> and like it, Rachel hair and all. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's like, that doesn't look like her from the movie as much. It looks like, you know. Rachel <laughs> and it, it's a sort of like a weird photoshopped sort of look I don't know if you like go and look at it uh those listening you'll see what I'm talking about or we could put it on the socials but that's what you fucking get now because that's how they try to sell the movie you know uh that's they want to try to give the movie like a renaissance because you know it was a, more of a cult hit um I remember as a kid this being pretty popular in grade school you know a lot of people talked about it, a lot of people saw it and it was uh I would say like a slightly tamer horror film because they wanted to sort of reach, you know, a younger audience if they could. And I think that's probably why a lot of us did see this when we were younger. This was like totally like one of those like <laughs> sci-fi channel, like Saturday mornings for me, you know, like watching this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, before we get into like details about the movie in terms of like, you know, characters, special effects, whatever. How do you guys feel about it in general? I'm kind of like just whatever about the movie. I think it's just like an enjoyable film. It's silly. Um, I don't really think too much about it. Uh, past that but what, what do you guys are you guys bigger fans of it are you guys not fans i i i'm kind of with you on that um it, for me it's just kind of like a whatever movie like even as a kid it was like yeah, it's a, it is what it is yeah i don't think it's terrible you know it's, it's it's watchable but it's not something that i go back to yeah. often yeah it's it's more nostalgic um you know in in terms of it's like release and the time it came out than it is like the actual movie for me yeah that's that, exactly what that i was makes gonna sense. say is yeah watching it again it was like oh i remember this it was like if i were to watch the goonies again it's like it's yeah. not something if i had seen for the first time now that i would think is a good movie right but, um it brought back the time to you yeah yeah but yeah definitely uh it brought me back and i was like oh this is really cool i, I enjoyed watching it again but it's not something that i would be like Oh, it's a classic. You have to see it. It's yeah. up there with, uh, you know, the Leprechaun and Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> you know, it's not like that. Yeah, he's no. not up there. I don't think. Um, although he tries, he tries real hard. Um, well, that was that was kind of the idea. Like when they were first kind of talking about making the movie, and like this movie was in development for a long time before they shot it. Yeah, the idea was they wanted to make something that was going to be like a Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street for. I guess a younger audience like their initial idea was that th this was going to be more like a uh, like a gremlins or ghoulies or they're not ghoulies but uh critters you know something yeah like that. yeah it, it does it has a critters vibe 100 percent. yes yeah um but they just kind of amped up the gore i mean i i, I guess i mean do, do you feel like it was amped up i i don't know like i well from what was originally intended okay sure okay yeah it definitely feels like um like you took Gremlins and almost like the same effects team worked on a lot of it and they cranked up the gore a little bit more. It yeah. was like a little more adult. 
I, you know, hadn't seen this movie in a really long time. And, uh, you know, watching it, same for you guys, just kind of, like, took me back a little bit. Um, dude, this movie is fucking 1993, like, thrown up on film. It's it's very, <laughs> like, it's a time capsule in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was I, that part of the 90s that was still kind of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And oddly enough, because it's kind of, like, in the middle of nowhere for most of the time, but, like, just the fashion, like, the, you know, like, whatever scenes are not in the farmhouse... And just, like, the whole look of it, it really just kind of screams, like, that time period. It is kind of a slasher movie, I suppose. Like, that's what it's marketed as. And the formula is slasher-esque, uh, you know, especially being... And we talked about this, me uh, me and Matt, recently. In the last episode, one of the last episodes, about how, you know, a lot of slashers, you know, in the 80s at least, and this is the 90s, but in the 80s, those slashers were all kind of based on, like, you know, um, like a holiday or, like, an occasion or an anniversary, you know. And, and this sort of does the same thing, and it just includes folklore. Um, now, the Leprechaun itself, I mean, like, I don't think that that was a, a folktale that was super popular. I think it's, like, a little bit more modern, like, 20th century sort of, like, um, folklore. At least it got popular around that time. The Leprechaun, uh, you know, folklore is, like, that, that he was a shoemaker, uh, just kind of like causing trouble and like hijinks and stuff like that. I know the gold is a part of it, but that the the gold in this movie is like the whole thing, the whole driving point. Although he does like mention the shoes th- a lot too. Well, yeah, he said he was a shoemaker by trade. So you know, I thought that the I scene where the uh, favorite part of the movie, what when they when they use the shoes to throw off when they throw they the shoes and he like compulsively has to start shining them. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of Jason having to take pots off of uh, like like kettles off of stoves. I want to start putting a bunch of kettles on stoves. He's like, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> no, 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 no! It's all wrong. <laughs> They'll be whistling for hours. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, I, I think in terms of like, you know, going back to like what it's supposed to be a slasher, right? Like, I don't, there wasn't a lot of kills and the kills that were in it were kind of like grouped together, you know, like you had like four, four kills, basically. That was it. Yeah. The coin, yeah. the coin dealer, the cop, he pushes the woman down the stairs and he kills, well, he kills O'Grady at the end. You were saying yeah, he killed like him at the beginning. Yeah. 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 Well, you thought it was the only four kills in the beginning. Pretty much. I can't think of anybody else. He messes like he hurts a lot of other people. He like bites the one guy's hand, scratches her leg, and claws up Ozzy's face, and gets the other guy with the bear trap. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like the whole chase scene at the end of the movie is kind of like where you get the special effects, and they're not even like because of kills. It's because of like the, the damage that's done to him. That's kind of right, like yeah. different for this movie, right? Is like you know a lot of the movies, a lot of slasher films, they'll show like you know gruesome deaths, and like everyone will be this sort of like you know, special effects masterpiece, right? Like, that's the whole, like, that's the whole draw of the movies, see these, like, kills. Then they have these special effects. And, you know, the villain will take some damage towards the end, but, like, that was a big thing in here because he was sort of, like, a mythical creature. Like, he could lose an arm. He could be, like, you know, uh, you know, shot and stuff like that. Lose an eye, come back. So he did a lot of things that, you know, brought on the special effects. But the kills, I mean, I think there was just those four. Yeah, I think the pogo stick kill was probably the most... Gory. I don't know. They, yeah, they they both. The couple had... was pretty good. Yeah, I liked I liked the kills, although they were few. Um, I thought it was kind of funny how like he uh, puppeteered, the, like the a lot of what oh, he the, does the, is like this dark comedy, you know. Yeah, where, yeah. Where he's 
it was it was the wife, right? That he yeah, was to? yeah, yeah. Did you? I mean, do you like zany sort of personality that that they gave this character? Because I always found it to be like kind of annoying. I appreciated it more now. I thought it was corny back then. Yeah, but I thought it was like it made me laugh sometimes now. You know, like some of the things he says are like just so cringeworthy, like yeah. groan. You know, but some of the. uh some things he says are brutal, like the insults he throws at Jennifer Aniston. Where he's like, "Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's DOA." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you you really you really take it taking my stuff. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. <laughs> as, as a friends fan fan, I really appreciate that joke. That was for me. That was special for me. I fucked the audience. That was <laughs> And it was funny because like whatever vehicle he would be in, he would always end up catching them. They could just never get away. It was like they were always stuck in second gear. <laughs> I don't let you finish it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay. that's, that's I'm not, good. I'm Matt, you gotta sprinkle those in throughout. No, no, no. That, that's, I just wanted to get it out now. <laughs> just like to be like, I'm done with the fr- the friends references. <laughs> I'm blowing my whole wad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Please don't be sorry. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Did anybody else feel bad for Warwick Davis in this movie? Because they made that little fucker run a lot. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he was in pain the whole time. He did. He's just like hobbling around trying to catch these people. It's like, dude, stop doing that to this guy. I I read that it was the shoes that were like so like like uncomfortable and kind of painful and they gave him that that gait but they thought it worked so well it looked like you know it looked cool so like he just kind of went with it yeah i don't know what kind of pain he's in but his gait is like just even the way he just everything about him is it might just be like hey that's just how my body is and it's it doesn't hurt you know this is how i get around or if he's frequently in pain I, i don't i have no idea i'd be curious to check out interviews with them i mean th- you saw that there was like a couple chases where they sped him up you know like yeah. the, the, very clearly kind of speeding him up um yeah but yeah i i i didn't think about that while i watched the movie honestly i was kind of like i was into the movie when i watched it this time you know i was like preparing to kind of talk about it with you guys so i was paying a lot more attention than i would have like normally because i don't really think i ever paid much mind to this movie i just sort of had it on you know like i've seen all these scenes i don't like know how many times i've actually watched it all the way through but it was just like on i didn't really think about that but now that you're saying it like yeah i I, I guess like this it's a lot now i don't know like even a stunt guy i imagine like he probably did you could tell when he did the body double like on the pogo stick and stuff but i don't think the stunt guy is actually deep roy was actually his stunt guy uh was that the guy from the lord of the rings movies uh, it was the guy from, uh, was he in Lord of the Rings? I know he was the Oompa Loompas in the Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And I think Tony Cox might have been one of the, uh, doubles as well. Like, he's like Indian guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a different guy on, on Lord of the Rings. I'm, I'm thinking of a different guy, but Deep Roy's in a lot of shit. I mean, he's like never ending story and stuff like that. He was, he was in a bunch. Like a bunch of things from like that time period. I'm, oh, think, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of someone else. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm getting confused with somebody else. Warwick was kind of like in a dry spell, I think, for a little bit after Willow, right? Like this wasn't yeah. like he, he's like a, he's bigger now because like he's been in like shows and 
you know, other movies and stuff. And we've seen him out of costumes too. Like, especially with like Ricky Gervais's stuff. Like he has him in a couple of things, you know, like he's a funny guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've showcased that more, I think, in like his later, uh, the later part of his career. But back then I, I, you know, when he was younger, I don't think that, that he was super popular. He wasn't getting a lot of work. There was something odd in the credits. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. Like, I always watched the credits. I had to like look this up because I thought it was really weird. You know, like that they gave special thanks to George Lucas and Dan Quayle. Yes, yes, and I know why. Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, okay, you did too. Yeah, because I was like, That's I didn't weird. notice. Tell me. Well, they, George Lucas, they gave special thanks because um, he was on contract with George Lucas for like whatever other movie he was in with him. Because George Lucas basically discovered this guy, you know, uh, as a kid. Yeah. So he was in contract. Oh, he with played him. Wicked. Yeah, yeah, he played Wicked. Yeah. yeah. He and yeah. and in Willow, I mean, like George Lucas had, you know, that was his. Yeah. I know Ron Howard did it, but like it was his movie. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he was in contract with them, and they let him uh, out to, you know, play this part and get him like more like you know notoriety because it's a diff- very different kind of role. But Dan Quayle apparently like expedited something um, with like a visa or something like that. He maybe? Yeah, he exped- he expedited his work visa. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I saw like Vice President Dan Quayle. I'm like, what the fuck did he have to do with the leprechaun? <laughs> And it's definitely worth <laughs> looking up for me at that point. Um, yeah, I was, I, I was curious if you guys uh, picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm a big fan of Warwick. I like a lot of stuff he does, and um, so like watching this movie, um, it's cool to see him in a different kind of role. And I know he was like super into it. You know, he really he really gives it his all. He goes like fucking Jim Carrey Riddler in this. He does. Yeah, yeah. I think he definitely ha- like hammed it up and. Was uh yeah had no he didn't hold anything back <laughs> no 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 it's just one of those kind of like crazy characters, um, so you know like Justin you were mentioning that this movie was sort of marketed towards well it was supposed to be marketed towards a younger audience they wanted a, a slasher accessible to younger kids that makes the tone sort of odd I think you know because I never really like like it, it, he's so silly right and then like it's hard to take it serious. Like, as a serious threat, at least. And, like, they don't even take him as a serious threat. You know, like, I feel like in, like, the first, like, time they encounter him, and they're all kind of, like, hitting him with sticks. Like, you could have, like, <laughs> you could have swapped in a giant bug. Like, that's how they were, like, reacting to it. Like, <laughs> There's literally one shot in that scene specifically when they're hitting him with the sticks where, like, they cut away from Jennifer Aniston, you could tell right before she starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> Which McCoy? Yeah, I mean, you could have, like, swapped in, a, like, a giant, like, spider at that point, and that would have been, like, the same, like, reaction. <laughs> right. It's, like, a minor threat at one point, but then, like, it turns, and he's, like, this, like, you know, psychotic, like, slasher villain that they're all, like, deeply afraid of and, like, you know, like, trying to get away from and running from. And I, I don't know, I kind of feel well, like I, tone shifts a lot in the movie. I, well, I feel like that was part of um, them deciding kind of later on in the game that they wanted to kind of ratchet up the, the horror elements and the, the yeah. slasher elements so that it wasn't strictly like a kid's movie you could tell it's like a it's like a frankenstein censored movie like it has like these things added in after and taken out like that yeah it's definitely a product of that i think you know it was really kind of strange is like on one hand there's some set rules to this universe you know that if you go to the end of the rainbow you can find the leprechaun leprechaun's gold and then he's going to want it back and his vulnerability is four leaf clovers and 
you know, they try to work the lore in. And the more the more, the more gold he gets, he, he gets more powers too, because he's he's kind of yeah. weak, yeah, until he gets some of his gold back. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like, so okay, and then they expanded a little bit on his powers. Is that you know he can practically teleport. You know, when he's messing with the cop behind the trees, um, he can move super fast and roller skate and whatever. But then also like a master mechanic like when he goes in the in the barn and he comes out with like the pitchfork mobile that can flip the car <laughs> like, like, i couldn't catalog his list of powers like he's a combination of <laughs> that was that was actually a warwick davis thing he just got tired of running <laughs> he's like give me a tricycle or something and at one point he turns into uh freddy krueger and does a fucking uh total ripoff the hand phone. thing yeah, oh my god that's right when i saw that i'm like wow i'm like that's there's no shame in that one <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. i thought that was kind of cool though it was cool yeah it was a little it tiny was a ripoff i was like all right i do love speaking of freddy krueger they kind of do something very similar too where they keep him in like shadow a lot uh, like the first nightmare on elm street you didn't really see freddy that much until like kind of i feel like the, like the end when he's chasing yeah. Nancy. In this movie, it's very similar, where like they have him in shadow a lot, especially in the beginning, like the, the, the prologue or whatever you want to call it. And then when Ozzy like gets him out of the case. Um, you know, it isn't like a like maybe like halfway through where like he's really uh starting to kill people, where we see him like in f- a more like more light where we can actually like see his makeup and I think he looks really good. He does. Yeah. He does. Uh, the makeup effects are, are really well done. It's I was a, very cool impressed. Design. Yeah, I was very impressed when I watched it this time around. I'm like, wow, this looks fucking good. Yeah, yeah I think uh, like even around cool. the eyes and everything was it was uh, it's a prosthetic with over, and then they they made up his eyes so close, like it's seamless. You know, um, it was very very well done. Speaking of eye, I like that scene a lot where like she pokes his eye out and then he takes the sheriff's eye and puts it back in, like. That was yeah. a good example of like you know really good special effects in this movie, and again like they're they're with him, they're with that character. I think that's I think those are some like the the higher points of the film for sure. Yeah, I think that it's what it was is it wasn't sure if it wanted to make the characters the main character or like uh, Leprechaun is the main character, you know? Uh, like, and I know that's a big thing with slashers. It's not like a, the good guys and the bad guys, but right. Like he was so silly, he wasn't. You're like, well, he's not evil, and they did steal his gold, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, you know. And then, you know, like, there's definitely some fun sound editing you could do for this, like laugh tracks for sure. Or like every time, it's many times when he's roller skating, he's on the tricycle, when he's running, that they they speed him up. But every time, <laughs> yeah, that's all I was hearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. I was thinking every single time. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you for jumping on that one. <laughs> no, I, I do. I was thinking the exact same thing every time <laughs> they did that. <laughs> oh, man. I thought they were really going to take it to the next level where it's like he chases them and then they chase him and they get confused and turn around. <laughs> She's wearing <laughs> his hat. For some reason they're, and then for some reason, yeah. they're all wearing lingerie. And then there's a monkey suit. Yeah, and there's a guy in a monkey suit. <laughs> <laughs> pillow fighting yeah Has, have you guys ever seen any of the sequels i was gonna bring that up but i you know I, i've seen like bits and pieces of a couple of them but you know these movies get ridiculous fast like he goes to space in part four like that's right yeah you got it like even like fast and the furious and jason gave it to like 10 so <laughs> that's like <laughs> yeah no i didn't really see like i know like they're like the hood and then back to the hood 
Um, yeah, that's always the funniest part is they had Leprechaun in the hood and yeah. then Leprechaun back to the hood. Right. So is it a sequel? <laughs> and it spells to, yeah. the hood, T-H-E, in the original. But <laughs> the sequel, they spell it T-H-A. Yeah. <laughs> the abonics in there. I, I, oh, my God. And they call it, like, two, but, like, it's not the second movie. It's, like, the fucking six or Sixth? something like that. Yeah. The After Leprechaun back to the hood <laughs> they had two more leprechaun movies that don't have warwick davis as the leprechaun yeah i don't I, th- those i don't really know much about they like look like they try to take it like maybe a little bit more serious i don't know if they're reboots or like what what the fuck it is but yeah i think i think origins is supposed to be a reboot but then whatever the one after that was it leprechaun returns yeah i think i think that one's supposed to be like a direct sequel to the first one yeah but warwick's not in it i mean warwick stayed in this for a long time right up yeah, to, back movies. to the hood and i never saw the space one but i saw one two and three i didn't even know that the space one existed until tonight <laughs> oh for real <laughs> yeah so you didn't now, see it i'm gonna have to watch it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure it'll be a classic oh yeah the movie you know um follows this you know obviously very specific formula with the leprechaun and his gold you know it's really Ozzy that sort of like drives the movie because you know he called like the cops don't come because like he's the one that calls right like he's a town idiot like a lot of the movies like based around the fact that he's like the town fucking idiot and you know he eats one of the coins by accident so like that's why they can't give him all of it like he's kind of like very detrimental in terms of like you know um keeping the story going and like I hate to say it, but like grounding it, I guess, like right in the reality that we have, because this is like what what it is. Yeah, he calls the cops, that, and they're like, "Oh, it's him," you know, like he, that's why they were like, "Well, why wouldn't they just do this? So why wouldn't why wouldn't the leopard? Why wouldn't they just give him the gold? Why wouldn't they just call the cop?" Right, and I think Ozzie, they use Ozzy as a script mechanic to make to propel the story to keep it going. Exactly. Which, yeah, I mean, the whole point of, of getting of them getting their gold was so that Ozzy could get his anti idiot. Uh, uh, surgery uh, surgery the the heartfelt moment when they were like he's like ozzy can't get a surgery that can fix his brain and he's like i know but he doesn't and i was like what <laughs> like it was like it played like soft music and stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know not really? for the soundtrack for the first act before there's any leprechaun stuff it's really fun and playful, like when they're going and they find they're finding the gold and everything. I was really like the music; I thought was really actually done very well. Yeah, um, I I did appreciate this movie a little bit more this time around than than ever before. I think, um, and because I did pay attention to it, you know, and I did like, and I also appreciate things more. So I I always like sort of, um, I don't know, I guess like tune this movie out just being like a silly like sort of like horror movie, but it's a little bit better than I thought it was like watching it this time around. Yeah, I'm glad we came back to revisit it because I actually enjoyed re-watching it. It's part, like I said, it was nostalgia, but it also it's probably the most I've ever enjoyed watching this movie. Yeah, I felt that like since I hadn't seen it in so long, you know, and like I, you know, was a kid when I watched it the first time, and now I'm watching it now. I just felt like we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. 
I was trying to figure out a way to work pivot in there somewhere. And I, just, I find. It's like you think it's going in like a nice friendly movie, and then all of a sudden, it's, pivot, pivot. it's a horror movie. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Could this movie be any more Leprechaun? <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Friend sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, did you man. guys, uh, Justin? I don't know. Like, I feel like you would have picked up on this. Um, the hospital in the movie is the same hospital from Halloween Three. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the like, it's like one of the that. small <laughs> small pieces of trivia I know about the movie. I don't know much. <laughs> yeah, the hospital scene is kind of cool because we 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 kind of see like O'Grady. Uh, you know, uh, what happened to him. I th- we, we think he dies, but he doesn't. You know, he's like, he was at a stroke right. in his hospital. Um, and, uh, you know, we see that he's, uh, that, he, that he was there, but then he gets killed too. And while Jennifer Aniston is running around the hospital, you get to see 1993, the shorts, because those shorts <laughs> that she's wearing, holy shit. They are like, Floral right. Print shorts. Oh my God. They got patches all over the place. Right. And, it's like everything from the nineties. It's got like the fucking, you know, uh AIDS awareness sticker, the fucking Fruitopia logo, like everything is on there. She <laughs> <laughs> had the L what was it, LA look? Oh, what was it? The, the, yeah, yeah. the sneakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it guest logo? They not even guest it, like a fucking commercial. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a fruit by the foot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, LA gear. That's right. LA gear. There you go. I thought they were gonna have like the light ups on her fucking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she could. It could have been worse. She could have been wearing the pumps. Yeah. <laughs> Should have. Hold on. I, I'm sure they included that in the in a, a late, later Leprechaun movie. You know. Not be surprised. Yeah, I guarantee because it's a shoe joke. You know, it's it's low hanging fruit. A shocking. She never came back. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about the actual death scene. It, it reminded me so much of Stripe dying in... From Gremlins, yes! Yeah. Oh, yeah, it of almost, course, yeah. Yes, almost like a direct transition of, like... Because there were some some of the middle effects you see in um, in Fright Night, you know, that, that kind yeah. of... like you, Of the many phases of the, the main guy's death in Fright Night, um, you saw part of that in there. But it really yeah. felt a lot like like almost identical to stripe dying, you know, still being able to talk when you could like see through his throat and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah. Cause he, he, the, the kid Alex winds up shooting, um, the four leaf clover. That's like the thing that repels him, but he shoots it down his throat with a slingshot. With the best line in the movie. Fuck you. Lucky charms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Lucky charms. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> and he, um, and he winds up kind of like melting from inside or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool effect. That's you know obviously one of the the better ones in the movie, um, if not the best one. And yeah, I think it's the best. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I like that one a lot. <laughs> Followed very shortly thereafter by pouring gasoline in a well causes not only an explosion but a delayed explosion, like a fuse <laughs> drops the <laughs> matches down, and they're like, <laughs> they managed to get away. How far down is that explodes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they had a they had a way for the fire to reach. I'm, I got nothing here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> but then gasoline doesn't explode like that. It does it's not, not dynamite. No. <laughs> right. Well, what if the, it was the leprechaun exploding? Huh? 
Eh? All right. right. <laughs> yeah. I was taking my dog for a walk today, and he pee- he peed on a uh, a patch of clovers, and I was like, hmm. Which is weird because last week your dog peed on a, a pile of bones, and Freddy Krueger came back, and that's been <laughs> <laughs> just fire. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> Tune in next week for Elm Street Four. <laughs> Not really. Fucking no. We should do that one. I would do we'll all of whatever. them. I would do all of them at yeah, that point. I, I would love to talk about the second one. I think there's a lot to say about that movie. I feel like there's... I feel like <laughs> everything that there is to say about Elm Street 2 has been said. In gay porn? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's, well, yeah, pretty much. That's the first one I ever saw. That was at Matt's house when we had uh, like sleepovers on the weekend with like... Um, in the friends. basement? Or yeah, in the, the, in the basement. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. It was like on like some channel, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" I think I mentioned that too in one of my uh, when I was talking about like nostalgic memories from like the, you know, in January earlier in the year. That explains a lot about you guys' relationship. <laughs> I guess <laughs> what, that there was carbon monoxide in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> that I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Every time gonna get, we're going to be in the basement watching Elm Street 2, nobody bother us. Okay, bye. <laughs> the, um, the kid in this, every time he was just playing the same kid he played in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, is that what you <laughs> who he was? I couldn't yeah. think of it either. I'm like, where the hell is this kid from? I was too lazy to look it up, but all right. Yeah. That's a lot, no, I, I didn't look anything up. <laughs> I no, I didn't look it, it up. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just. No. Yeah, yeah, but I was just watching the whole time. I'm like, he's the same kid. <laughs> like, not just, like, act, like actor, but it's, like, it's just the same character. He probably went from set to set. They were like, just be you. <laughs> yeah, just like they told Jennifer Aniston. <clears throat> yeah. And that kid was real lucky that year. He got Christina Applegate and Jennifer Aniston in the same year. Cool. <laughs> those are, yeah, those are the two big uh, women at that time. Good for him. For that, kid. I mean, he didn't fuck I him. where he is now. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> where is he now? I don't know. I, I don't, I have no idea. Well, fucking, she hasn't even aged. She's like, speaking of horror movies, she's like a fucking vampire. Jennifer yeah, Hansen. Well, she, what, she's in her 50s now, I guess. She's like close to 60, I believe. Oh, yeah, I guess she would be. Yeah, I think she might be like 58. She's, she's 54. Yeah, she's 54. Oh, she's 54. Okay. okay, I thought she was a little bit older. Yeah, speaking of. Gotta say it, happy Scream Eve, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at the time of the recording for this podcast, we are on the eve of Scream 6. And uh, we're going to, you know, we had already talked about it. We're coming to you from the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's the magic Screams. of audio recording. The magic of radio. Can we do an entire episode where we just talk like 1920s uh, radio announcers? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we could do Nosferatu and we could talk like that. <laughs> like, oh my god, can we? Oh, like we're seeing it in the times. People would fucking hate us if we did that. Like my <laughs> family. It's like a half an hour episode of just like... And you wouldn't believe the scene where he came up. He came around the corner. He came up real fast. He was coming up on him. <laughs> what are you fucking announcing horses? Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to an entire episode of Fast Fucking High Pants. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's a way to lose viewers. Well, these are great ideas. Let's get them out now and we're not this way. We don't do them. 
turn on then we this is how the happy birthday thing started that, that is true yeah <laughs> that's a good episode i like that one <laughs> no i thought I, i'm glad that i, I want to continue it so yeah I'm, I'm, and that. i'm upset that you couldn't join justin i'm glad you're feeling better now and obviously we'll i i'm i'm really looking forward to doing our deep dive on it i was honestly really upset that i that i missed it because I, I really wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought the uh, I thought the episode that you guys did was fantastic. Yeah, it's good for a quick bite because there's so much still to talk about. Like because yes. even after we finished recording, we started talking a little bit, and I was like, "Ah, oh, let's just save it for the episode." Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll be kind of like all the time. Out. We're like, we'll start talking about things like after or like before the episode. And we're like, "No, shut up, shut up, save it." <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that is the Leprechaun. Um, for those of you who have not seen the Leprechaun, uh, you should definitely check it out. It's a good time of year to watch it, obviously, because you know St. Patrick's Day is around the corner. Uh, well, that's stupid to say because St. Patrick's Day already passed by the time this comes out. But either way, you can still enjoy it. And uh, for March, you know, for for St. Patrick's Month and slash Women's History Month, so. I would definitely say to check it out if you haven't. And if you haven't seen it in a long time, like we all kind of have, I'd say. Uh, Watch it again because I, I did find a little bit of an appreciation for a lot of things in the movie for sure. Uh, things that I did like a lot more than I did before. Things that I picked up on that I didn't really pick up on before. So, uh, yeah, that's a podcast. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you guys for being on it with me, Justin, Matt. No, it was a really fun movie to cover. I'm glad that you thought of it. All right. So, until next week, guys, um, have a good fucking night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites, and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. 